Well, I remember this uh, this um, interview we did with Bandish with the stars of Bandish Bandits. That was so much fun. It, uh, it it was a great show, and it was really fun to talk to them about their origins and how they got into acting, and they had some funny stories about what happened on set. It was a it was a good time. Yeah, I remember. Um, it was early morning our time and <laughs> late evening theirs, and I, I remember it, it was a fun conversation. They were very gracious. They were very gracious to speak with us. Indeed. So Bandage Bandits is streaming on Amazon Prime Video. In the, and the music is by the brilliant trio of Shankar Hassan and Loy. Oh, the music. I mean, I know the story is about music. But so you would expect it to be good. But I didn't know it would be this good. It was so it was fascinating. No, I loved it. And, and you know, uh, uh, I, I do have a little knowledge of, of Indian classical, the way it is performed. And I've, I've trained myself in Indian classical a long time ago, though I haven't practiced since. But uh, the traditions around Indian classical, um, the, way, the, the way the practice happens, the, uh, the effort that goes into making sure you have a you have the right note, but also you have the right candidate who's able to take the stress mm. off performing like that. Which was your most favorite uh, moment in the movie, uh, in, the, in the series? I would have to say the, the first thing that jumps to mind is when, uh, when he's in trouble and he needs to get back in the good graces of his teacher and he has to do that contest. And it was what, 20, 21 hours? Is that what it was? 21 hours of I singing? something like that the sun rose and set let's put it that way and he was only allowed like four breaks or five breaks you know it was just brutal it was absolutely brutal and he well i'm not going to spoil it but um <laughs> no but but tell me something um you have a little knowledge of, of the western classical form of music do you see a comparative there honestly i don't it's so it seems like there's such an enormous divide between the two i mean the traditions are from my perspective. And there, I'm sure there could be some music expert who could say, oh no, as a matter of fact, they're very similar in this way, in this way, I'm not an expert. But from what I can tell and from what I hear, they seem to be just very, very different traditions. But they're both beautiful and in their own way, they're both beautiful and mesmerizing. Ragas are actually just area of melodic structures with musical notes attached to emotions and sometimes these emotions have associations with seasons um, or a time of the day or mood or a, so there is no direct translation uh, of this kind of music in European classical right, right, sure. right. but um, but but then the Indian musicians are getting given leverage to uh, improvise within the framework of these ragas is there a coffee raga because if there is, I need to know what it is. You need to see my coffee cup. Oh, what is it? Wow, I do marathons on Netflix, nice. Quite so, I do. The binge raga. The binge raga, <laughs> or maybe a Netflix raga. So do you want to talk more about what you came, what, what, what you thought about the series? I, I loved it, I absolutely, absolutely found it amazingly aesthetic. How about you? I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was a little long. I think they could have shortened it a bit uh, because there were just. And I wrote about this in my in my review. <clears throat> there were there were a lot of 
side stories that didn't necessarily seem to be a part of the bigger picture. That's okay. They were fun. They were silly. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed uh, the, that tension between Western music and uh, classical Indian music. It was a love story. It was a story about music. It was visually gorgeous. Uh, it was just, I really looked forward to every episode, even if it wasn't always the tightest. It wasn't, it always, sometimes it felt like we went down silly little tangents and then came back. It was just, it was fun. It was light. It was a pretty, it was, it was beautiful to look at, beautiful to watch and beautiful to listen to. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. Old and new just makes sense because this is something that's been going on for what, 5,000, 6,000 years in India. I mean, it, it stretches all the way back. And, and so you have, you have just the sheer amount of time that this has been going on. Plus you have something simple like 4-4 time. Just the fact that pop music is in straight up Western 4-4 time. And that's what we associate with the new. Even a lot of Western classical music is in different time signatures. It could be in 3-4, it could be in 5-8. It's not all in 4-4 time. It's, 98% of pop and rock music is in 4-4. So the fact that you had those two different time signatures right there um, underscores how different they are, both from a cultural and genre perspective, but also from a time perspective, because 4-4 you know, is relatively new, even in the West. A lot of the older music is not necessarily 4-4. So anyway. Yeah, but, but, but also, uh... Another perspective of Indian classical is, um, is perhaps that a lot of what you find in music is, is, has deep cultural significance, not only in the, in the times that right. the music was born in or, or, or the tradition was, but also religious. Right, right, right. Right. But then this is the question we asked them. Is this a clash of the genres that is an issue or this is or, or what is the entire theme of um, of the series? And this is what they had to say. Well, honestly, the show is uh, as much as the narrative of the show is about music. It's about musicians and artists and their lives. Uh, it's also about uh, interpersonal relationships and, and yeah. emotional dynamics between people. Right. So uh, what's going to play out through the show is the uh, lives of two musicians and their families and uh, their near and dear ones. And when these two worlds collide, what happens? What's happening uh, in, the, in the families of these two characters? So basically, Radhe and Tamanna are driving the story through because they are, they are, they are like the, they are like the binding point of it. Uh, but uh, there's so much more to the show. Yeah. There's so much more about the traditions of music, about, about, it's about, uh, uh, it's about discipline versus uh, exhibition of art, you know. It's about um, the, the egos of artists, you know. Every musician right. goes through that, you know. Uh, and there's so much more. So, so uh, to conclude, I would say that uh, the resolution of the show uh, would be about, about people, about human beings, and what Emotion. they are and why oh. they are that way, yeah. We also feel that, you know, at least uh, most of the songs that are created in classical music are for an emotion. There is a song for every emotion. There's a song for anger. There's a song for um, professing love to your loved one. There's a song for sadness. There's a song for, you know, waking up in the morning. There's a song for God. So there are all these emotions. In this, and obviously, human emotions are so complex. So a love story will 
will only be a love story if there is a conflict if, if it is complex so the entire story of bandish bandits is told through music at the crux of it because we believe that you know um there is a song for every emotion so our oh, story is that like sense. he said so like he said the story is about essentially uh the journey of these two characters but all the hundreds of emotions that they go through sure. because of their sure. life and because of um kind of the collision of each other's lives right right then we spoke with them about we spoke with Ritwik and Shreya about uh, the entire intricacy between indian classical music and the legacy that it comes with and um and and also uh because of the deep cultural roots in music classical folk and other the clash of pop and classical and the way um pop is created from classical finally um i think that was a, that was a great way to segue into the core of yes, the story definitely. and 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 i know you had a lot of questions being a musician yourself you had a lot of questions um this 10 part series was was just mind blowing in a lot of ways it was so um what what specifically about that conflict about the old and the new how do, what resonates with indians in indian culture what could you talk about that a little bit so basically yeah, I, really, i really think that um music can never have language as a barrier and even for our show though there are two worlds of music that are coming together uh the basics of music remain the same but even then in um in india we were very very culturally enriched when it comes to music we're a country which has two kinds of uh classical music in itself and for somebody like me i probably didn't grow up learning or studying about classical music so for me this show actually gave me a lot of information that even i didn't know about my own you know about my own country's cult, uh, classical side of music so that way i really hope that uh, through our show audiences of you know indian or any other race just enjoy the music because it is the clash of two worlds of music mainly pop and classical and it comes out beautifully well and these two characters tamanna and radhe they're very different they're like chalk and cheese but they're bound by one thing and that is music and the beauty is how they fall in love and the barriers that they have they're torn by legacy and what we mean by legacy is that like like ritwik said in uh, our hindustani shastriya sangeet our classical music there are a lot of um, there are a lot of principles that they follow um and the tradition is very deep rooted there's a reason for everything for example um classical music is almost like an offering to our god so you'll never see a classical singer with his shoes on if he's uh sitting down cross legged and singing he'll always cover his feet because these are just these are our traditions these are our beliefs so that's there's a reason for all of these things and it's amazing how uh you know they're all thought out thought through and just make a lot lot of sense you know when you actually sit and think about it so through our show we really hope we can we can not just reach you know our audience but a global audience and present uh the kind of music that india creates and uh we are torn by legacy because we come from two different worlds he is very deep rooted in his tradition um they're not uh, allowed to sing out of outside of their gharana they're not allowed to sing unless they get permission to sing outside of their gharana but in my character comes from a world which is 
um, a little more um, liberal, if I may say so, she has, she's bound by contracts. That's what she's bound by, you know, wherein they say that you need to deliver a hit song, only then you'll get to make your next song. So right. that's the difference between their two worlds and how they kind of clash and these two people who have fallen in love, what are the issues that they face because they come from two different worlds. So, so then uh, I believe there was a question. You, you asked them um, if there was an episode that they can relate uh, from uh, the shooting of the series that completely, oh, right. that completely. Um, it's uh, a funny story. Yeah, it's a funny story, isn't it? We, uh, it? It was a story of, but but tell me before we go on to their story, and of course you'll play that clip for for, for our for our listeners and our audience. Um, I want to ask you, has this ever happened to you? Is this something you're trying to do and something completely weird happens that kind of makes you think as if there were, there were more forces bringing, bringing, it, bringing it into your life? All the time. Oh, no, seriously. <laughs> no, I, I, I have, yes, I, <laughs> I can't, the problem is it seems like little things happen to me all the time. Little things that if, but I, I just don't remember all of them. You know, it's, it's not like they're big, huge deals. It's not like they're big and dramatic, like the story that they have to tell, where all of a sudden you're looking up at the sky and just laughing. I just have these little coincidence things that happen a lot. And I have a friend who calls coincidence Godwinks. I'm, I'm a huge believer in the power of thought. I'm a huge believer that if you seriously want something to happen in your life or somebody else's life, if you think positively about thing happening, and you, and you project it in your mind, the thing almost happens, always. Um, I, I think our, our minds are, our minds focus on, there is a supernaturality about the way our subconscious works. And if we project ourselves into a situation subconsciously, that subconscious does come true. And mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a huge believer in the power of thought and uh, what just your subconscious thought or your conscious thought can make happen. But, but this story that, that Ritwik and Shreya told us, it was super funny. The background to the story is that um, in, um, I, I think um, uh, this Raga Malhar has been sung by many, many, many great historic musicians. And there are, there, there are documented records of the fact that there were musicians like Tansin, Beju Barra, uh, Baba Ramdas, Nayak Charju, all these guys, and, and of course, uh, uh, there, there was Bilas Khan, who was a grandson of Tansin, who was a great musician um, in the court of, in, in the Mughal courts, especially the court of Akbar, that came from Mongols, invaded India, and then became emperors of India. His musician, his court musician, Tansin, was asked to sing the Raga Deepak. And Raga Deepak is the is a rug of light. Deepak means a lamp, is a rug of a light. And um, when he was singing this song, um, it affected all the lamps in the palace courtyard. Um, it said that Tansin's body became so heated that he had to sit in a nearby river to cool himself down. And it's also said that the river then began, began to simmer with heat because of the heat from Tansin's body. And it was seen that Tansin would boil himself to death. He then is said to have um, set out in a quest to find somebody who could sing Rag Malhar to him, which is a rag that uh, Shreya and Ritwik were talking about. In due course, he reached a city called Vadnagar in Gujarat, in the state of Gujarat in India, where he's said to have found two sisters. They're called Tana and Riri. 
and they requested, he, Johnson requested them uh, for assistance, and they consented to sing for him the raga, and uh, it finally helped Johnson pull down his body. And when Rithwick uh, told us about this incident that happened when they were shooting for Rag Malhar, this is what he said. I, I looked at the trailer and it seems like there's just a huge variety of locations and sets. And I, despite the experience and professionalism of, of the teams, I'm sure some things had to go wrong. Do you have some uh, funny stories about filming that you can share with us? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's this uh, brilliant story that I'd like to tell you. <laughs> I, I don't know if it will survive the intervention or what. Uh, so um, <laughs> in Indian classical music, there's a story that's been uh, passed down. It's like a legend from years now. Like that there is a that it's like a myth, yes, that uh, there's a rag, there's a, there's a certain rag, and rag in Indian classical music is a, a certain structure of, a, a, of a composing music. So there's a rag called Rag Meg Malhar, which okay. uh, when a musician named Tansin used to sing in the historic times, it used to rain every time he sang that. So this rag okay. makes, uh, uh, makes uh, just uh, thunderstorms and it, it makes, uh, it makes uh, the weather go crazy and it rains, you know, and it's a myth. It's a myth, right? It, it, it's a story being passed down. There's an extremely uh, important section in our show uh, which depicts uh, Malhar, the Rag Malhar, and a couple of the characters in the show are singing that song. And we had designated around three or four days to shoot. Every single time that we tried to shoot this, now we're shooting in a city called Bikaner in Rajasthan, which is a desert. It's a dry city, it's summer, <laughs> it's 45 degrees. And we are about to shoot the sequence of Rag, uh, Rag Malhar. And to all our surprise, it rains. It starts pouring. <laughs> There's a thunderstorm. It destroyed, it was flooded. <laughs> <laughs> so probably it's Perfect. not a myth anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>